Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Mindong. 106 days until March Madness begins. 106 days, man. And uh, a lot of stuff has happened since we have been uh, doing a podcast. We do apologize. We said we get back on track, but school continues to keep having a toll on us. So um, we are back now and uh, going to be trying to get more and more episodes out. I think uh, winter break's going to be a good time. School is uh, almost over for the semester. So uh, don't worry, we've been watching games. We know we've been keeping up with everything. Just haven't really gotten enough episodes out yet. But uh, yeah, really good week of college basketball week three, officially in the books. Uh, back for another week as we uh, continue to go on with week four. Yeah, obviously we're gonna do a in person episode. Those plans did not follow through. Obviously, did not make it out of the group chat. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're back probably once a week for another two weeks. And then we'll probably be back to our uh, normal schedule of two, three episodes a week, I, I'm assuming. Yes, I hopefully agree. And uh, I'm a little bit under the weather, if you cannot tell with my voice. Uh, I don't know what I have. It's either a cold or a flu. I don't think it's the flu, but regardless, uh, the show must go on. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about all the stuff going on. But first, obviously, the new AP poll dropped yesterday. Um, the biggest change in the AP poll that – I think I've ever seen. Uh, it was bizarre. Uh, it's your uh, topic. So uh, if you are ready, I'll let you get to it. I'm always ready for a good AP poll. Obviously, week three of the AP poll, we now have a new number one team. And uh, that team got 45 of the number one votes this week. That team is Houston, uh, number one team. The number two team, another team from Texas, got number or eight of those number one votes. And that is none other than the Texas Longhorns. You hooking those horns. Rounding out the top three with two number one votes is Virginia. Number four, uh, up 10 spots from last week after a uh, big week at the Maui Invitational. It is Arizona. And number five, climbing up 19 spots and receiving the remaining eight of those number one votes is Purdue. What a week uh, for them. We'll, we'll go over that after this. Number six is Baylor. Seven, Creighton. And eight. Another team up 12 spots, and that is UConn at finally into the top 10. Nine, Kansas, and rounding out the top 10 is Indiana. We have a tie for 11, two SEC teams. That would be Alabama and Arkansas. 13 is Tennessee, big week for them uh, last week as well. 14, Gonzaga down eight spots. 15, Auburn. 16, Illinois. 17, Duke. And uh, the biggest faller of the AP poll and the biggest faller from the number one spot ever. Number 18 is North Carolina, 19, Kentucky, 20, Michigan State, 21, UCLA, 22, Maryland. And uh, we have a new addition, two new additions to the top 25. The top, the first one is Iowa State. They're at 23, 24, San Diego State. And uh, welcome to the top 25 to you too. That is number 25, Ohio State. The drops, Texas Tech, Iowa, and the five other top teams receiving votes, TCU, Iowa, Charleston, West Virginia, and Mississippi State. What are your thoughts on the top 25 plus more? Yeah, it looks bizarre uh, looking at all the uh, trending up and down. As you can see, uh, Purdue jumped up 19 spots. Uh, pretty significant if you ask me. And uh, they're getting votes too, so a shout out to Purdue. UConn jumped up 12. 
two of the biggest risers, and then a lot of fallers here and there as well. Obviously, UNC, 17 spots, most ever for a number one AP poll team. That was tremendous. Michigan State also dropped eight. San Diego State dropped seven, and Gonzaga also dropped down eight as well. So uh, a lot of movement, as you can see, within this AP Top 25, and it's only week three. And uh, it seems that uh, the madness has come very early in uh, late November, and uh, I love it. Uh, so many good stuff happening this weekend. We'll talk about all the uh, MTEs in just a sec. But um, there's a lot of teams that have definitely uh, proven themselves to be in contention this year, man. Virginia looking really good thus far. Arizona uh, definitely caught my eye. I know Arizona uh, lost a lot of guys, but uh, they're making it work. Purdue lost their top two guys as well, making it work thus far. Um, and then UConn, man. UConn looks really good thus far as well. So I'm very impressed with a lot of these teams that have Entered the top 10 uh, this uh, this past week. And uh, obviously, it's just another week to see if they can prove themselves worthy of remaining in the top 10. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Uh, that's from my opinion. I really like this top 25. Obviously, um, these teams, the, the teams obviously that climbed up, they, they had an amazing weekend slash week. And I can't wait to go over what all these teams did. So how about you do that? Let's do that. So we'll start, obviously, with the Maui. Uh, I know the Maui finished up a little bit earlier in the week, but um, obviously Arizona did play Creighton in that final game. Arizona ended up winning that one. Guess who had the game of his life? Uh, Mr. Omar Ballo had the game of his life in that game. Obviously, Omar Ballo transferred over from Gonzaga, and I believe this was on Thursday. No, what day was the final on? Where's the final? What day was the final? It was on Monday. It was on Monday? Oh. No, it was on Tuesday. Um, okay. Wait, no, it wasn't. It was on Wednesday. It was on Wednesday. Omar Ball had 30 and 13 in the win, and Arizona uh, ended up winning the Maui Invitational final. But uh, second place team went, uh, third place team was Arkansas in an OT win over San Diego State. Four very good teams all rounding out the Maui. Next, we'll move on to uh, Battle for Atlantis. Uh, pretty good tournament, man. Um, some interesting games within the uh, Battle for Atlantis. Um, the Dayton-Wisconsin game was a very interesting game. Uh, it seemed like no one could shoot the ball efficiently. and It was a very defensive-minded game. But it ended up being Tennessee and Kansas in the final. And uh, Tennessee ended up winning this game. Um, I was very impressed with Tennessee, man. I know they dropped an early game already this year. But uh, they bounced back in a big way. The Scobie had a phenomenal game. And uh, Tennessee won, won this game pretty uh, convincingly, if you ask me. 14 points in the good win. Next tournament up was the Phil Knight Invitational, the PKI tournament. This one had a loaded field, and uh, there were some phenomenal games in here. Uh, the most notable game, I thought, had to have been that Alabama-UNC game. I believe that was on Sunday it was. And uh, this game went into four overtimes. Alabama ended up winning this one. 103 to 101, uh, but no, this was not the final game, uh, if, you, if you were mistaken by that. The final game ended up being um, UConn and I don't remember who they played. Iowa State. That's right, Iowa State, because Iowa State beat UNC, and I believe that UNC-Alabama game was the fifth-place game, if I'm not mistaken, which is kind of crazy because uh, both those teams were – actually, no, I don't think that's true. This is a third-place game. Yeah, okay. Um but still, kind of crazy. Obviously, UNC and Alabama, but um, yeah, Alabama ended up winning that game. But Iowa State, man, obviously had to be ranked for a reason, uh, beating UNC. Uh, really good stuff for them, but UConn looks elite. UConn ended up winning that game 71 53. 
in the Phil Knight Invitational Final. Next tournament up was the Phil Knight Legacy Tournament, and this one was also pretty interesting. Uh, Duke was obviously the favorite or Gonzaga to win this, uh, and it ended up being neither, as Purdue ends up winning this one, and they take down Duke in the final. Gonzaga with an early loss to Purdue. Purdue absolutely smoked Gonzaga. Another bad loss, not bad loss, but another surprising loss for Gonzaga. That one was on Friday, and I, I see you're getting a phone call. But, yeah, Gonzaga ended up winning that game by about 20. I mean, Purdue ended up winning that game by, tw- by about 20. Uh, the tournament MVP, Zach Eady, of course. He had a phenomenal tournament, and uh, Purdue looked elite uh, this past week. And I believe this is the last uh, tournament that to cover. Um, yes. And it is the ESPN Events Invitational. This one was also a pretty good one. I didn't really watch this one too, too much because there were just so many great tournaments going on. But um, I believe, I believe, um, who ended up winning this one? Oklahoma, no, I don't even remember who ended up winning this Oklahoma. one. Oklahoma, they beat. Okay, it was Oklahoma. And I believe they took down Old Miss in the final, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I haven't, I didn't, personally, I didn't really watch too much of that because uh, there was just so many great games going on. But, um, I'll get you. I'll get to the final in a sec when I can find it. I believe it was on Sunday as well. It was Oklahoma ended up winning this game by four. Uh, but both those teams, pretty impressive. Oklahoma and Ole Miss, both six and one now on the season. Shout out to both of them. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on this uh, past week? Because there was a lot of great MTEs and a lot of interesting stories thus far. And uh, just another week coming up that's going to be loaded as well. Yeah, fantastic week of college basketball. Obviously. Purdue masterclass this week, and uh, Matt Painter, man, he's definitely installed his culture in Purdue, and you just see the, the guys playing. They they play really well. Zach Eady did his thing down low, and uh, Braden Smith, who uh, who's the point guard for Boo, he originally committed to Montana, and now he's a starting point guard at a at a Big Ten school who's now top five in the nation. That's pretty impressive, and just all the pieces there. They just flow uh, beautifully. Obviously, Matt Painter and his his little offense. I love watching his uh, him play his his team play basketball. I love going on Twitter and just watching all the plays he draws up. Uh, one of the best X's and O's coaching college basketball. And uh, yeah, I'm very surprised. Iowa State man, Caleb Grill had a, the game of his life. Thirty one points, and uh, Jaron Holmes twenty four points, I believe. That made up 75% of the scoring uh, for that game. And, man, T.J. Otzelberger, obviously fantastic coach. Iowa State was his job, and uh, obviously that fit couldn't be better. And Tennessee, you know I'm going to say something about Tennessee. Love this team. Obviously a very high floor and the ceiling. Not sure what the ceiling is. Probably around 32, just being honest, as a Tennessee fan. But uh, they've shown glimpses of a – Final Four caliber team every year. And UConn, man, I love this UConn team. Thomas Sonogo shooting threes now, which is it's pretty pretty scary. He's making them at a very, very high clip, too. Uh, hell of a team UConn has. Definitely in deserving of a top 10 spot in the AP poll. And, uh, yeah, cannot wait for, for the slate this week. Indeed, indeed. But before we get there, we got some top performers to cover. Um, we'll look at games specifically. I uh, gotta give Omar Bow a shout out, man. 30 points and 13 rebounds against Creighton is uh pretty dangerous, and uh, I was very impressed with his performances. So, shout out to him. 
but there were a lot of great performances this uh, this past week. Honestly, um, they could go down the list on what you could go with. Um, I'm going to give a quick shout out though to I don't know if we mentioned him last time, but uh, Drew Pember, man, UNC Asheville. He's been uh, lighting it up. It seems for UNC Asheville, uh, currently averaging 22.7 points per game, which is sixth right now in the nation, as well as eight rebounds per game. He's been an absolute tear for UNC Asheville. Had to give him a quick shout out. Um, there's a lot of other guys that are absolutely hooping out of their minds. Um, I don't know where else we could go, but uh, uh, I'll go with um, let's go with now. We get, I feel like we give Jelly Fam too much love. Let's go over here. We'll go to Joel Scenario St. John's. Man, he's been absolutely balling himself as well. Uh, 15 points. Um, per game and 12 and a half rebounds, which is uh, leading the nation right now in rebounds per game. Uh, not far behind him is Chris Brandon from NKU and Asima Fasa from um, Coastal Carolina, as well as Zach Eady. And uh, there's a lot of guys that have really shined, um, but I also want to give a quick shout out to the Bryant Bulldogs. Took down uh, Syracuse this past weekend. What are your thoughts on that game? Man, my whole family was watching it. I was watching it. And that that really gave me a heart attack, man. That that final two minutes really, it was intense. And uh, glad we pulled out the win. Sharif Gross, Bullock, buzzer beater, uh, floater, and uh, Doug Eddard. Shout out him, obviously. Got a little scuffle there. Uh, not too happy that that the guys, some guys, some of our rotation players did come off the bench to help break it up and got ejected as well. Not too happy about that. But, hey, man, shorthanded, we pulled out a win against a very good Syracuse team. Cannot be more happier. Shout out Jared Grosso, my favorite coach in the, the nation and uh, America's most hated coach in the nation. But it doesn't matter. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. And another player of the week contender is Marquez Warwick, 45 points in an overtime win from Northern Kentucky versus Tennessee Tech. And uh, probably the highest score of the week total in one game. Yeah, that might be the season high thus far for anyone um, in a D1-D1 contest. Um, I know there's been a couple of 40-point games out there, but, um, yeah, there's been a lot of great basketball. And uh, quick shout-out to probably uh, play, of, play of the week. I don't know if we really done a play of the week, but um, I believe it was San Diego and – ooh, I don't remember who they were playing. Longwood. Longwood. Yeah, it was Longwood. That's right. Longwood comes down. It's a big shot um, with about five or so seconds left to tie it up. And then San Diego comes down the floor. Jace Townsend, game winner. And that was a big one. And San Diego was looked really good thus far. This was last night, actually, that it happened. And uh, San Diego ended up winning that game 71-68. And, uh, yeah, really big stuff for Townsend at the end of that game. But, um yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on in the college basketball world. Uh, shout out Nevada. Uh, Nevada really has uh, done some good stuff. Uh, took down Sam Houston yesterday. 7-1 and one now for a team we did not expect to do too, too much this year in the Mountain West. Definitely a team to watch out for now. And, um, yeah, there's just so much good college basketball going on right now. Uh, I think it could be time to get to the uh, slate for this upcoming week. Yeah, teams of the week. I got to go teams of the week here. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty easy. Purdue, yeah. Arizona, UConn, and whoever won an MTE this week, 
that's our that's our uh, teams of the week. Shout out TCU as well, winning the Emerald Classic over Iowa without two starters. Uh, could not be excited for the future of this program. Obviously, Damian Blow is back after serving his six-game suspension. Mike Miles Jr. finally healthy. They got their whole full squad back for their game uh, that we will go over right now. Uh, as uh, the slate today is uh, pretty good, in my opinion. Obviously, let's just get started. Yeah, it's pretty good for a Tuesday slate. And uh, first game up, let's go to that 6.30 game. Uh, pretty good one. Pretty good uh, mid-major game. Furman going to Appalachian State. I think this is a pretty good one, if you ask me. Who do you have winning this game? Yeah, both teams are very good. Two different styles. Furman obviously wants to score the ball. App State, more of a defensive-minded program. Uh, I got to go with Furman here. I think they're a lot better. Games in Boone, though. So I'm going to I'm gonna give a little nod to App State. I think it's a close one. I'm, I'm still going to go Furman, but I think it's going to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. And next up, we'll go with Bellarmine versus number 19, Kentucky. Bellarmine, they've played a very tough non-conference schedule. I'll read the non-conference schedule. At Louisville, at Moorhead State, at Clemson, at Duke, at Lyon, Marymount, at UCLA. And now they're at Kentucky. Uh, so obviously the past eight days, they're in three historic programs or three historic stadiums playing Kentucky, UCLA, and Duke. Uh who do you got here with Bellarmine and Kentucky? Kentucky's going to win, but I've been very impressed with Bellarmine. Uh, obviously took down Louisville earlier this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're getting some good non-con games in. Hopefully that will elevate them when they get to A-Sun play. So uh, I'm going to go Kentucky, but uh, big shout-out to Bellarmine for uh, doing that thing. Definitely agree with you. I think Kentucky will win. Next game up, ACC Big Ten Challenge. This is actually game three of the challenge. Two games happened yesterday. We'll quickly cover those. The first one up was Virginia Tech uh, hosting Minnesota. This one was uh, pretty lopsided, it seemed, from start to finish. Virginia Tech ended up winning this game by 10. VT now 7-1 in the season, 5-0 at home. So good stuff for them. Justin Mutz had a good game for VT. And the other game was a pretty big surprise, man. It was Pitt at Northwestern, to keep in mind. And this was at Northwestern, 87-58, a 30-point win pretty much for Pittsburgh. I was very impressed. Blake Hinton had a good game, and uh, team Pittsburgh was uh, clicking on all cylinders. And this was without John Hooley scoring a single point. Yes, you heard me right. He didn't score a single point, which I was very impressed about. Um, but a lot of other guys stepped up. Blake Hinton had 22. Nellie Cummings, 17. Uh, Greg Elliott had 18. And Burton had 14. So uh, the stars really click th- things on all cylinders. But uh, we go to this game today is Louisville going to number 22, Maryland. Oh, no, sorry. Maryland's coming to Louisville. Who do you win this game? Maryland. Louisville is going to stay defeated. I agree, unfortunately. It's the worst start in history for Louisville. I think it will continue that way. Mm-hmm. And next up, we will go to another great mid-major game. Old Dominion goes to the TD Arena in Charleston, South Carolina. Take on Charleston, who is – 6-0 and at home, obviously won their home hometown event, number 30 in the AP poll. Uh, needs this win to keep continuing that rise up to the AP top 25. Eventually, who you got in this one? Charleston doesn't lose at home, if you haven't noticed. Charleston's winning this game. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Charleston in this game. Next game up, another pretty good game here at 7 o'clock. It's Charlotte going to Davidson. Both these teams have looked pretty solid this far. Who do you win in this game? Got to go with Davidson at home. Yeah, but Davidson's had a couple of scares. Uh, I think Charleston could give them a scare here. 
Obviously, Davidson's only loss is to Charleston. Oh, did I say Charleston? I meant Charlotte to give them a scare. Uh, but Davidson did lose to uh, Charleston. Uh, I think Charlotte could also uh, give them a little bit of a scare, but uh, I think Davidson will hold on to this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, your school will be playing today in in Clemson. Uh, I know you're under the weather, but if you can make it, you should probably go. They'll be hosting Penn State. Obviously, Clemson 4-0 at home so far. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I, I would love to go. Um, I don't know if I'm up for it. Uh, I'm still – I'm very sick. Uh, I don't know. Rest might be necessary, but um, tough game. Um, I think Penn State's a really good team this far. I think we're, we're pretty good at home. Uh, tough loss to Iowa. We lost by three, which is a pretty good loss, if I say so myself. Um, it's a toss-up. I'm going to go uh, – I have to go with us, obviously, but uh, I think Penn State will give us a quick good game. Yeah, I'll go with you guys too, cause just cause you're sick. <laughs> yeah, I I really wish I could go. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that I got sick, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Next game up, another ACC Big Ten challenge game. It's Syracuse, uh, who's looked obviously pretty shaky thus far, going to number sixteen Illinois. Uh, this one should be interesting. Who do you have? Yeah, I got Illinois at home here. Joe Girard the third has not played well whatsoever. Obviously, you saw it. Against uh, Bryant, he was one for 12. Part of that, give myself a little credit for that. If you know, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'll take Illinois here. Definitely agree. I'm going Illinois winning this game. We'll go to number eight as uh, Houston makes the, plays their first game as the number one team in the nation. They'll host Norfolk State, obviously, always a contender in the MIAC. Who you got in this one? Yeah, I uh, got to go Houston, but Norfolk State, not a bad team by any means. Yeah, not a bad team at all. And uh, no, nah, this is not my play today. It's what? I, I was considering making my play today that they uh, cover, but uh, nah, Houston, Houston bullies these teams, so I can't really. I'm not taking that chance. Very true. Uh, next game up, uh, interesting game here. Uh, Missouri is seven and zero at the moment. Uh, they have a tough challenge though, going to Wichita to take on Wichita State. Uh, Wichita State also pretty good until far this season, but Missouri, man, 7-0 is pretty impressive. Obviously, the Dennis Gates era has looked good thus far. This is a tough challenge for them, though. Who wins? Yeah, I'm going to go Missouri here. I really like them that, uh, this year right now. Yeah, this is their biggest contest so far this year. They've had a couple good wins already, but uh, this is their biggest one to date. I'm going to go with also win this game, going to 8 now. Mm-hmm. And at 8.30, we got the first Big East Big 12 battle. That will be number six Baylor going to Milwaukee to face Marquette. Both uh, Marquette is looking very interesting this year, obviously. So is Baylor. Not a typical Baylor team we've seen the past two or three years, in my opinion. Who do you have in this one? Good game. Marquette, obviously, is an interesting team. They are 4-0 at home, though, so that could give a little bit of life. Their only losses are to Mississippi State and Purdue, who are both obviously pretty good. Uh, Mississippi State, I believe, is um, – Outside the top 25, but barely. And then Purdue obviously elevated a ton. And uh, they only lost these games by five points to Purdue and three points to Mississippi State. So those aren't bad losses by any means. But, um, I mean, other than that, they haven't really got a good, good win under their belt. Georgia Tech is their best win probably, which isn't that good. Um, no disrespect to Georgia Tech, but that's, they're not that good this year. Baylor, though, uh, come on. This is their first official uh, away game, and uh, – I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go Baylor still, but I think Marquette could definitely give this Baylor team a very close game. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Uh, I got to go Baylor, though. 
Definitely agree. Well, I, I picked Baylor too, but yes. Okay. Next game up, uh, we go to 9 p.m. We got Georgia Tech going to Iowa, another ACC Big Ten challenge game. Who do you want in this one? Iowa by a lot. Yeah, I just talked about Georgia Tech. Iowa's still a very good team despite their loss to TCU. Got to go Iowa. Uh-huh. All right. Continuing with the 9 o'clock, Wake Forest, Charles Madison takes on one of your favorite programs, the Wisconsin Badgers here. Should be a very good game. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I found, I found my jersey. It's back home. I, I forgot to bring it. Don't worry. You'll see it back when I come back home for break. I got to go Wisconsin, though. But Wake Forest uh, could keep this game uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Got to go Wisconsin here. And uh, this is my play today. I'm going to go the under, 130.5. I think it's going to go under. Yeah, solid take. I like that. And uh, we go to 9.30 now. Number three, Virginia, uh, goes to Ann Arbor. And a good game. This is a really good game against Michigan. Uh, obviously, Michigan, one loss on the seasons to Arizona State. Other than that, have been uh, pretty good. Virginia, obviously, looks elite. This is going to be a great game. What do you have? I got to go Virginia here. Very skeptical of Michigan this year. Always skeptical of them, not even going to lie. Of course. But, uh, yeah, Virginia just has too high of a floor. Michigan, low floor, high ceiling. I got to take the floor here. Yeah, of course. Uh, Michigan, obviously, we don't like them that much. Uh, the tag is probably first. I say Michigan probably second for me. I'm going to go Virginia winning this game. Uh-huh. And last but not least, the last top 25 team playing is San Diego State. Uh, no easy buy game to face in UC Irvine. Who do you got in this one? Yeah, uh, for UC Irvine, this is a very good uh, opportunity for them. Obviously, took down Oregon thus far this year. Their only loss is to Pepperdine, which was a tough one, but they beat New Mexico State, which is a pretty good win themselves. And uh, Nichols, uh, it seemed to be a good uh, win coming into the season. Not too sure how that will go, but we'll see. But, um, yeah, man. You see, everybody looks pretty good. They could give San Diego State a very good run. I'm going to go with San Diego State, though, because they're at home. But, um, yeah, I think it will be a little bit close than I expected. Yeah, same here. Like San Diego State, I have a final – I think they're a final four team for a reason. got to go with them. Definitely agree. And uh, play of the day for me today. Uh, I didn't mention it just yet. Uh, it's going to be in that first game. App State's at home. I, I think they're covering a seven-point spread easy. So, I got App State plus seven in that one. Good pick. Thank you. Now we'll go to Wednesday's slate. We start at, eh, eh, let's start at noon. Why not? Standalone game. We'll give it to them. Navy going to Lipscomb. Pretty good game for both sides. Obviously, shout out Asana Sajula. Uh, this game's at 12. Standalone game. Shout out John Rothstein. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, I'm just going to go Lipscomb here since they're undefeated at home. Definitely agree. I'm going Lipscomb. Navy already has an interesting loss on the season thus far. Who was that last two? Do you remember? Stonehill. No, it was Copen State. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was Army. But, yeah. Right, same um, thing. I got Lipscomb as well. Uh, yeah, 6.30 now. Back to the Big East back. Big 12. Kansas State, Baylor, and Hinkle. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, both these teams have looked pretty good thus far. I know Butler obviously had a little bit of a scare. Or not a scare, but they didn't do that good. Um, in the Battle for Atlantis, sorry. Kansas State, though, has looked very good. Uh, Cayman Islands, uh, winners over LSU. Keontae Johnson is him. He is back to full strength, and I absolutely love it. So that being said, I'm going Kansas State winning this game. 100% agree. But I do like Butler. I know that they struggled in that tournament, but I think Butler's still a good team. Had to get that out of the way. Next up, 
Mm, let's go to, uh, let's stay at seven or what was that game? 630. We'll go to seven. Um, interesting game here as Akron uh, seemed to be a favorite um, in the Mac this year off to a tough start three and three. I know that their losses are pretty uh, good opponents, Mississippi state, LSU and Nevada, but they got a tough challenge here going to Marshall who is five more in the season. Their only loss uh, coming to Queens off a buzzer beater in the first game of the year. Who do you want in this game? Yeah, this takes me to tomorrow's play. I'm seeing the lines. Marshall opens up at three and a half uh, favorites. I'm taking the Akron money line here with confidence. Uh, with confidence. Wow. Uh, yeah, solid pick. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I think Akron's good, and I think they're due for a win. I'm going to go Akron as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got conference play starting already. That would be the Missouri Valley Conference as Drake takes on Indiana State. Who do you have in that one? Conference play is already starting. That's nuts. Uh, Drake is the team to beat right now, I think, in the MVC. Uh, probably no question. And I know there's a couple questions there, but Indiana State's looked pretty good thus far. But uh, Drake, man, is a different beast. I'm going Drake. Oh, man. I said Drake is a their team that would drop top 25 aspirations this season. And they're definitely on their way up to the top 25. I don't know if they received any votes this past AP poll. I'll check. I'll check right now. Yeah, and if they didn't, then AP voters, what are you looking at? Because Drake is good, man. Like, I know there's 62 of you, but not one of you put Drake in your top 25. That's that's strange. And one of you guys put New Mexico on there, which, hey, I think they're a pretty good team too. But I think Drake's way better than New Mexico. I'm going to be completely honest. Way better? Way, I don't know about way better. Uh, that's just my I that's think, just my hunch. I, I don't think they're way all right, better. Not, yeah, way better is a little too excessive. I think they're better than New Mexico right now, but I think Drake's team to be in the Missouri Valley Conference. I agree with you. I always think of Missouri Valley. I always think highly of the best Missouri conference Missouri Valley Conference team. Yes, I agree. And I'm going Drake as well. Uh, let's continue forward though. Time's obviously slipping away as usual. Um so I'll skip around a little bit and where am I going to go is the question. I guess we'll go to 7-15. Why not? And we got more ACC Big Ten games. Number five, Purdue, going to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. Florida State, one and seven on the year. Uh, pretty disappointing thus far. Purdue, obviously, 6-0. What do you got? Yeah, Sienna. They won two games in the ESPN uh, event, invitation. They, they finished third place in that event, too, <laughs> which is uh, pretty interesting. So, shout out Sienna, another team of the week, in my opinion. Got to go Purdue here. Very unfortunate that Florida State is uh, not too good. Definitely agree. I'm going Purdue. They look phenomenal. Yeah. We're going to top 25 matchup. Ohio State travels to Cameron Indoor. Takes on Duke. Who do you got in that one? Going to be a good game. And Ohio State really proved themselves this past week in their MTE. Duke, obviously, a little bit of a struggle. But I, I think Duke at Cameron should win this game. But OSU could give them some run. Yeah, Duke is, is going to win at home. Next game up, uh, Rutgers going to Miami. Both these teams, uh, one loss so far in the season. Both these teams look pretty solid, looking to have a crack at the tournament. Who do you got one in this game? Got to go uh, Miami here. Rutgers is not too healthy at the moment, so Miami here. I agree. Miami has looked pretty good. I'm going to go Miami as well. And last but not least of the 7-15 games, BC and Nebraska, two bottom feeders in their respective conferences. Who you got in this one? Um, I'll go Nebraska. Um, BC is not pretty good, so I'm gonna go Nebraska. 
Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, yeah, I'll go Nebraska. I want to pick BC, but no. Uh, next game up, we'll go to 8 p.m. Uh, every 1225 team is mentioned. So we mentioned Iowa State for the first time this year, it seems, as they host North Dakota. Who do you got? Iowa State. At the Hinton, Iowa State should win this game easily. Uh-huh. And we will go to more Big East, Big 12 challenges at 8 o'clock. Georgetown, Texas Tech, who you got? Great game. I'm very impressed with this one. Yeah, well, Georgetown actually lived with the standards, I should say. I'm going Texas Tech. Yeah, I'll go Texas Tech. 8 p.m., big game here. Uh, Providence going to TCU. I like this game a lot. Uh, obviously, TCU finally hope, uh, back, it seems, with all their guys, Bob coming back now. What do you got? TCU, let's go. I'm going TCU as well. Uh-huh. Well, now we'll go to go to 9.15 now. Uh, yeah, we'll go to 9.15. Number 18, UNC, goes to Assembly Hall, takes on Indiana, ranked number 10. Who you got? Yeah, man. UNC's been struggling, it seems. So this is a great opportunity for Indiana, especially at home. I'm going to go Indiana win this game. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go Indiana with this game. I don't think you – I didn't even put UNC in my top 25. That's crazy. I, I still think they're top 25, but they're definitely lower there now, especially after what happened this weekend. Uh, we'll keep moving forward. Number 20, Michigan State going to South Bend. This is a good game against the Notre Dame team who has been underlooked, and they're 5-0 at home. Who didn't win this game? Yeah, I really like Notre Dame this year. They made it pretty surprisingly in the tournament, I think, around the 32. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I was very surprised they made the tournament last year as a as one of the last teams in. And hey, man, there's a reason they won their their playing game against Rutgers. They beat Alabama, and uh, they returned most of their team back. So I got to go Northern Dame at home here. Yeah, this is a good game. I'm gonna go Notre Dame as well. I think they're really underlooked right now, and they didn't get a vote either in the AP poll, which I'm pretty surprised about. Uh, their one loss was. I believe it was to Radford, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was to St. Bonnie's, uh, which was a – I mean, they've had a couple close games, I guess, with some teams that they should blow out. They beat Lipscomb by one. They beat Radford by three. Um, and they lost to Bonnie's by 12. But, I mean, I still think they're a good team when they're at home. So, I'm going to go uh, Notre Dame pulling off an upset. Uh-huh. Yeah. 10 o'clock, we got a very good game in the West Coast. That game would be St. Mary's hosting New Mexico – what a game that is. Winner will probably get more top 25 votes. Who you got in this one? This should be a great game. I'm very excited for that one. I'm going to go St. Mary's. I think they've looked really good thus far. Yeah, I think so too. Obviously, the blemish is to Washington, who they're all right. as a very solid squad as well. But I got to go St. Mary's here. I think they're going to go far. I really do. Definitely agree. And that concludes Wednesday's slate. The question here now lies. Do we do an episode Thursday before the biggest game of the year? Is that the question? Well, we always do a birthday episode, obviously, Thursday oh, yes. is my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're going to do a, a little episode here. The latest game starts at – or the earliest game starts at 6.30. So, as long as we do it around this time, it's 4.45 right now where we are. I think we'll be fine. Oh, I'm very excited for Thursday. I'm looking at the game right now, and I'm, I'm getting happy just looking at it. Uh, very cool. excited. That's my – well, he knows it. He knows that team's gonna lose because for my birthday, I want the yeah. other team to win. That's uh, that's my birthday. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, there's there's a lot of great great games on today. There's a couple of good ones on tomorrow as well. So 
once again, another great week for college basketball. Obviously, the ACC Big Ten Challenge kicks off and the Big 12 Big East Challenge kicks off. And uh, a lot of great contests in those challenges. Obviously, ACC up right now 2-0. We'll see what they can do today and tomorrow as well. But, yeah, I think that is all we got. Uh, once again, we'll be back on track more as the school season winds down. But, obviously, the road to March continues on as uh, we got a lot more stuff happening. And this is just the beginning, so uh, stay tuned for that. Obviously, the holiday season is around the corner as well. Keep your eyes open. Uh, might be something coming up soon. Uh-huh, I definitely agree with you. There will be something coming up soon. Obviously, our plays today, I, Wisconsin and Wake App Forest State. under 130.5. Your play was? App State plus seven. Uh-huh, and tomorrow's play for me, Akron Moneyline. And uh, do you have a play or? No. Um, I'll look. Eh. I mean, I like Drake minus three. I know they're on the road, but I think Drake's the best team yeah. in the MVC by far. Yep, and we'll be tweeting out an RTM bets once again. We've been slacking on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a lot of school work. But school should end soon. We'll have a whole month and a half to uh for the winter for this stuff. But, yeah, how about you end it? All right. So, yeah, with that being said, obviously a lot of great games, like I said. Great time to be a college basketball fan. So uh, if you have nothing to do, sit back and watch these games because uh, preparation for March is key, especially trying to win a bracket challenge, which we got kind of up in about 100 days. So. You got to defend your title. What? You got to defend. Yeah, I do have to defend my title. But, yeah, I think that is all we got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Shout out USA Soccer. <laughs>